What's up? This is the JJN Show with Josh, with Jacob, with Nick. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the JJN Show. Songs of the week. Let's hit it. Mine is only the young by Journey. I forget what, what the song's called already. It's the 1975 one. I do not have a I like up. America and America likes I'm sorry. Me. I'm I'm slacking today. You guys that's, you guys deserve Jacob's better than song. this. This is just Jacob is slowly trying to get his way to leave JJN. He doesn't want to <laughs> no. do this with us anymore. My no, song of the I like week, America and America likes me by 1975. My song of the week is Nate Growing Up by Labyrinth from the Euphoria soundtrack. Euphoria. Nick, you need to watch that show. I do feel like you would like it. I'm sure I would. Any you should, sort of teen drama. You should have I put love. that on your goals for the because you if watch you watch all it. Of, yeah, <laughs> I mean it's euphoria. it's not long. It's like eight episodes or something. Like if you watch that all by the next recording, you'll <laughs> it'll be like Avatar. Like he'll have a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. and. If you're out there listening to this show right now, do us a, do us a solid. Go give us a follow on social media. Send us some questions. As always, you can reach us at jjnshowpod at gmail.com or you can send them to our Instagram account. You can find us at pretty much any other social media channel you can think of, JJN Show. Uh, and also make sure to check out I guess this is not necessarily where we want to plug this or maybe I don't really care. But make sure to check out Breaking 16 on Josh's YouTube account which is Joshua Michael Films. No, nope, it's just my name. Just It might be even Joshua Oak. I don't know. But just Joshua search like Oak. Josh Oak so, Ranking 16 and you'll find it. Or if you follow yeah, us, while you're, you've seen posts. Exactly. While you're, while you're uh, doing the whole following us on all these social media accounts, add that to your list. And while you're at it, go into the App Store, give us a review. It helps us reach more people, more Gubinskis like uh, the person listening to us right now. And we greatly appreciate it. And I think we have like 34 right now. We so. should get we should get some more written reviews. If people read their written reviews, maybe if they're funny, we'll uh, read them and see what people have to say about us. We only have, yeah, we have 33 ratings. and Oh, we um, got a new rating then. We have quite a few written reviews, but... I think we have like 8 or 10, right? The last one was from July, so let's... Let's get some more written reviews in there. Yeah, how about how about this? If you go in, if you're listening right now, if you go in, you write a review and send a send a screenshot of that to our Instagram account and you can be entered to get a I don't know. What can we give them? <laughs> Nothing. We're not going to give you anything. This but if you ri- yeah, if you write from- a written review, we'll read it on the show. How about that? That's what you get. You get a shout out from us. That's perfect. That's all they really need, honestly. So, And one last thing. Make sure to check out our last interview with the one and only Shelby Dressel. It's a really good one. Josh did a great job, as always, and turned out great. It's a good one to listen to for any aspiring uh, entrepreneurs or photographers or anybody who's looking to start their own business. And is interested in hearing about uh, work-life balance in the business, especially as a someone who's uh, raising a family. So, 
Yeah, and the discipline to be able to do that all, run a business, you know, on your own. I like that part as well. Mm-hmm. And having that grip. So, so we do not have any email or Instagram questions because I think we've solved pretty much every issue known to mankind at this point. And yeah, I, th- no, I yeah, think that's probably everything. why. Yeah, and I, I think that most people listening have just gotten so much smarter from our show. That's got to be why. So, yeah. But, hey, if you want us to repeat a question, feel free to send one in. Otherwise, don't. We're going to move on to something. I, I have a question. I've got a question. Somebody the just asked this recently. It was, uh, what is a movie or you could say TV show? a movie or TV show that you've seen recently that has affected you in some way in your life? Spirited Away. Movie or TV show that I've seen recently that's affected me in some way? Wait, when did you see Spirited Away? Haven't you? Not too long ago. Oh, okay. I guess that works. I was thinking. I mean, I guess, I guess how recently the first time I watched it was actually during the summer. Which I guess is kind of a long time. Oh, and that works. Like summer 2020. Yeah. I'm good with that. First time I watched it was probably when I was 12 or something like that. <laughs> Jacob? Is that the one with the horse? No, that's the horse? Uh, spirit. Like Princess Mononoke? Yeah. Oh, Spirited a... Away. Is Spirited Away the one with the no face that Nick got the tattoo of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that definitely didn't change my viewpoint on life a whole lot. I don't remember the last. That just affected you. It didn't need to like change your viewpoint on life. I don't remember the last movie I watched. Um, geez. The last, uh, the X Men movies <laughs> were the last like movies I watched, and they, I mean, they didn't change my life or affect my life a whole lot. It made me think about when I was young, young a lot, I guess, because I was so into Wolverine when I was younger, and I don't yeah, know, hmm. it affected I think me that's then. Fair. Affected I me think Arrival could young. be another one for me. I was gonna say Arrival is probably the one yeah. I would say, but that one, <laughs> that one was. Oh, that was this fall, I suppose. So probably a rival for me. I guess also, you know that, what was that technology movie called that was getting a lot of buzz for a while in the fall? Do you remember that? Oh, the Social Dilemma? Yeah. I still haven't watched that. One. That. that one affected me more than X-Men did, I would say. And now I'm reading a book about um, digital minimalism too. I would also that say one, I th- I Peaky Blinders me a for lot. me. Just, I don't know, something about the, I don't know, something about that story just hooked me. It's so good. So, Did it inspire your look, your fit? Yeah, it did. But uh, I think um, like Arthur Shelby, I like his mustache. But uh, I, I don't know, just everything about it. It's probably in my... I mean, it's for sure in my top five favorite TV shows of all time, I would say. It's yeah. probably like number three or four. Wait, Nick, have you watched it? No. Why'd you say yeah? Just like 
go, I don't know. I just like, acknowledging <laughs> what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought you were saying like, yeah, I agree. No, that's my answer. Yeah, dope. You want to do this something I learned segment or what? Sure. Oh, shoot. I just thought of something. What the heck was it? I can go first if you want. Sure. I forget if we timed during this or not. We really got to get that figured out. But hey, here's here's what I learned. And it's something I've kind of known, but I'm reading a book about it, so I've learned more. The concept of 80-20 running, if you don't know what this is, get it in your noggin. If you're a runner, utilize this. It's base, It basically means 80% of your running, or it does mean 80% of your running should be low, easy intensity runs. And the other 20% should be high. Too many people spend the majority of their time running in that middle moderate intensity range. And because of that, when they work in high intensity, they can never actually hit the high peaks and they never actually go really low either and let their bodies recover in those low intensity runs. So yeah, think about it this way. If you're in a weight room, what if you just maxed out every single day you lifted ever? You wouldn't do that. Well, exactly. that's not or that's like, an incorrect comparison. <laughs> that you're making <laughs> well you said too many people spent that the weight room would be like if you never maxed out but you never did like easy things either or you never like changed how your reps if you always did heavy weights three reps three sets of three instead of doing like sometimes you did 20 reps at extremely low weights and sometimes you did heavy reps at extremely or heavy weights at extremely low reps then you're getting that different- i was meaning yeah, I was meaning more so to like comparing it to the just the 80-20 rule overall. That transition was poor on my part. Okay. I apologize. I meant more so like you don't spend a ton of time in the weight room constantly giving like that high, you know, max effort. And you have days off. Never mind. Just go, Josh. You get my point. No, I get it. That's Rich Roll's book. I can't even think of what it's called now. What is it called? Finding Ultra? Finding ultra. Yeah, finding ultra. He talks about that. It's mostly about like heart based, heart rate based training, but he talks about that as well as the Running Rogue podcast has had, I've listened to multiple episodes where he talks about how important it is to run slow. And I've been doing that a lot this winter. I don't think I've done any runs faster than like a 10 minute mile pace. Partially because I'm running on like pure ice, basically. So it's kind of hard to do that anyways, but still getting that. I had, I had an easy day today. Yeah. I ran very slow as well. So no, it's actually crazy. And I remember I used to always say, always finish hard, finish every run hard. I used to think that way. No, no. That is so incorrect. It's not even fair. <laughs> yeah. LSD. That's what our cross-country coach tells us to do on Saturdays. I never, ever ran on the weekends, but he would say, make sure you run on the weekends and you do long, slow distance on Saturdays. I never did it, but I'll never forget the advice. Well, and not even <laughs> that either, but like, not even that either, but a lot of times those high intensity, that 20% of the mileage during the week is actually sandwiched between easier intensity you know like a warm-up or a cool down of some sort you know yeah it's not always like oh today i'm gonna do high intensity work and then 
Thursday, I'm going to do just a lot of times it's like, you're going to run 10 total miles, you know, just to make it easy. Eight of those miles are going to be easy. Yeah. Two of them are going to be hard in the middle, you know, that type of thing. I kind of have been learning a little bit about like meditation, I suppose. I was reading, or I am reading the book 10% Happier, which I was going to ask, is that your book, hey. Jacob? Yeah, I want that. I asked for that back so I could read it again. <laughs> that's right. You asked for it back, and that's why I started reading it so I could finish it and give it back to you. But I've been reading 10% Happier, and the it's just like, I don't know, a, an interesting insight. It's by Dan Harris also, if anybody's interested in it. But it's an interesting insight on... I don't know, like how difficult meditation is and like how you don't, I don't know, like people try too hard and how you're not supposed to like, you know, think about things, but it's okay to think about things, but you treat them as just like these thoughts and then you move on from them. Like he talks about like while he's meditating, he hears a bird chirping and then you just move on from the bird chirping. It's like, oh, I heard it. Okay. And then you let it go. I don't know. It's a, it's a very interesting it's been making me think about it more. So maybe I should probably try meditation again at some point. But yeah, meditation is one of is probably the hardest thing. It's I, I, so I difficult. <laughs> but I think yeah. part of the reason is because we try too hard. Yeah, and I have a very hard time slowing my mind down ever. I mean, I can slow my mind down, but I don't know. And then, like, get I'll distracted. get mad too if if I start getting distracted, and then it just makes it worse, which is the point of why you should meditate. Yeah. And I can't sit in those positions ever, which you don't have to. No, but that I just irritates me as well. Just the fact that I can't sit like that just irritates me. Yeah. <laughs> so then I'll get mad about that too. All right, Nick. All right, I learned that my eight forty three k time converts down to like an 834 3k time on either a 300 track or a 400 meter track one of the two why is that because of the curves are less yeah hmm. yeah well like 200 meter tracks you always convert if you go like it's it's always slower the- theoretically so it's do you think slower. you're so are you in sub 910 2 mile pace then? Or yeah. sub 910 pace uh like shape. You could you think you could go sub 910? I think I could, yeah. Do you think you could go sub 905? Uh I mean I would hope by like the end of the season I mean, by the end of the indoor season, I would want my 3K time to be anywhere from like 825 to 830 in that range. And if that's the case. What is that? Sub nine? Do you think you'd go sub nine by the end of indoor season for a two mile? I'll just say 825 is what I would really like to hit or get as close to as possible, which I don't know. My coaches also just said that they don't – the 3200 doesn't matter anymore which i suppose is uh, is, is is true right it, it doesn't but sad that's so goofy why are high school why are the high school times like or yeah nick how come the distance what am i thinking you, why are the distances so you different learned? why not well um, why isn't the high school distance the, the college distance and why well, the heck it, don't it, we like, think and go off it metric is system in here? some 
Yeah, some people do places. It. I mean, it's I like it's college weird. football and NFL. Like, how come it's one foot down in college football for for inbounds, but it's two feet in the NFL? You know. I think those are a lot different. <laughs> how, what do you mean? Why is that a lot different? Because I imagine this is like in college. You're going. I don't know how long a football field is off the top of my head. Hundred yards. Hundred yards. <laughs> how did you not really know sad. that? Really what watch football. <laughs> don't you like? Yeah, watch you fo- watch football. That'd be I like watch football ever, ever, and I knew that. <laughs> I had a brain fart. Okay, my point is to me. The discrepancy in the length is like in football, you're doing 100 yards and then you get to the NFL and they're like, yeah, now we're going to go 120 yards instead. Not you have to get two feet in bounds for it. Like, I doesn't. You see what I'm saying? Now, I, I was, know, I mean, man. the point, I was just making the point that there's a difference. Like, not that. Well, it's there like shouldn't, a difficulty there shouldn't difference. be. I mean, that's an argument for somebody else to make, but. Nick, you should figure that out for your next what you learned. Why the distances change down to like 3K. And is there an indoor, is there an indoor steeplechase? Yes. No, yeah, there has to be because I feel like I've seen like the, the, the water barriers. pit. Yeah, oh, and the barriers, but inside of indoor tracks. Sure. Do you oh. think you'll ever do the steeplechase? I hope not. I don't I don't really <laughs> want to do the steeple, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I thought you did at one point. You wanted to try it. I would try it, but I just can't jump very well. <laughs> I, re- I really can. It just sounds <laughs> I'm not very good at difficult. jumping. <laughs> and then jumping in the water, too. Yeah, like and like hurtling, because you actually kind of... Well, I don't know. It's weird. When I watch a steeple race, I'll see some people like just step on it and then yeah, and go. propel but themselves. Then some people will will hurdle it. I mean, I think if you're gonna step on it and jump, you like always do that over the water barrier. But then, yeah. like the hurdling one could be over the one that isn't with water. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I've never done steeple. I don't really know anything about it. So let's move on. What? what? Hello. Hello. Uh, okay. Random thoughts and questions. Well, we kind of already segmented into random thoughts and questions because we just are basically saying random thoughts and questions. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I maybe also the reason we haven't gotten as many questions lately beyond me forgetting to post on Instagram every time is that people just love our random thoughts and questions so much. Like the value there is just immense. But the questions that people ask bring about more random thoughts and questions. So we still encourage Exact. Those. I'm with that too, yeah. All right, Nick, take it away. All right. I'll start with this one because it's probably – I don't think either of these are really going to actually take that long. But I have a job interview tomorrow, which I'm kind of Ooh. excited about. Can you tell us Are what the job nervous? is? Like what it entails? I'm working at the library and Wait, I don't this actually really This is the job interview like, or you already have a job currently working at the library? 
Uh, no, well, like, I, I would be working at the library. It's, like, okay. an on-campus job. Like a work-study, or? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I saw, like, answering phones. I don't know. It didn't all... God, imagine <laughs> calling the library and getting Nick on the phone. <laughs> Hello? Hey, do you guys have this phone? Uh, let me check. <laughs> and then it would just be, like, like 10 minutes. Hours. And then they would call back. They'd have to, like, hang up and call back. And would, uh, hello? Yeah, I just called. Oh, yeah, I was looking for your book. <laughs> I'd be like, why have you been gone for 10 minutes? You can just search it and in the computer, like, you dweeb. I oh. didn't find it either. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's not here. I just, since, since I didn't have, I don't have any scheduled zoom classes or in-person classes so i just figured why not look for an on-campus job since yeah. i don't have a car that's a good idea and i was like yeah oh, how'd you find this i just looked it up i'm sure he has like a website like we did at the u yeah and i f- i saw this one that was monday to friday and it's only they they only wanted 10 hour like 10 hour per week so two hours Working a day. Ten, 10 hours a week a week i don't know if that's how they're gonna do it or if it's like two five hour shifts yeah um hopefully it's less but, days and more hours because two hours a day for five days would blow that would kind of suck but <laughs> i would just look at it like a class at that oh, that's point. true i guess yeah it's like a lab every day or something yeah good point so, Either way, it's only 10 hours, and it's not that bad. And it was Monday to Friday, and it's a daytime. So I'm hoping that it's obviously before 2 every day since I have practice at 2. So I'm just going to have to tell them that. So hopefully they're fine with that. But I'd like to make a little extra money because that will help me accomplish that goal that I set for the year. Oh, yeah. But, Yeah. It just said if you're open to learn, then we'll we'll be happy to teach you how to do the job. But I feel like most on-campus jobs that I've seen are people just kind of sitting around. (laughs) I think that's how a lot of them are. I wanted to do the job where you, like, were the person at the front of the dorms. Because I knew people that did that job, and they said all they ever did was either, like, check out vacuums and keys and stuff to study rooms and then aside from that they just watched netflix on their computers or studied yeah i never had an on-campus job so i always had a job that i was actually doing stuff but i also got paid quite a bit more than the on-campus jobs and like always could set my own schedule which was really nice but we had the hookup in college for our jobs yeah, i don't even remember true. all of my if college I... jobs I had an on-campus college job. Really? What did you do? Yeah. Well, so funny enough, I, like we, I remember we did have those nice hookups, but then I took a step backwards kind of, and I didn't get to make my own schedule anymore and took a quite a bit less money because it was an on-campus job, but it was from my department. So I was like, huh. I did it on purpose, you know, to work for my faculty, basically, my teachers yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But... I don't even I, I couldn't even really tell you what I did, <laughs> to be honest. Like it was a lot of like, like scheduling and just helping teachers. I didn't. 
filing papers, copying things. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot of, of times, library like jobs, you get to do homework and just sit there, Nick. So maybe that. Oh, there was a lot of stuff on like the, uh, like the task. Uh, they're just <laughs> but, trying to scare yeah. you. All jobs, <laughs> dude. Sure. I'm telling you, I've also written job pos- positions before for like on camp that on campus job, and they just do that to make fill up a piece of paper. Yeah. In reality, it's like you do this stuff. It doesn't actually take that long, and then you have time to sit there. <laughs> Nick's gonna come well, back I after hope, the next one, get a I job, just... and say I quit after two days because it was too they much made me work. Do stuff constantly. <laughs> Didn't you quit a job after like a day or something, Nick? No, <laughs> you did. That's a myth. <laughs> that's a myth. That, that's a myth. That's just what. <laughs> Wait, how long that's was just it? What... It was when I was working at the Bell. The what? Oh, Taco the Bell. Bell. Oh, <laughs> I forgot that's you right. You worked at Taco Bell. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I that because you were like, oh, I'm so hyped. This yeah, you were so, so excited at Taco time. Bell. And we were all like, dude, why are you leaving a grocery store to go work at Taco Bell? And you're like, okay, no, you my friend to... told me it's super no, sick. No, no, and then, no, no, then your you friend to, quit you like the day after you How long did you actually work there for? It was definitely over a month. (laughs) (laughs) No, you have to, you have to hear me out. Okay. (laughs) I had a friend that worked there and he was telling me (laughs) that it wasn't that bad. (laughs) Oh, okay. That it wasn't that bad. And then so I was like, okay, well, like I'll, I'll chill. I'll like think about it. And then. Like, me and, like, three of my other friends from high school, we were all going to work there. And I was like, okay, like, that actually sounds kind of fun. <laughs> and, I mean, it's a brand new, like, it was brand new, like, that year or the year before, wasn't it? Was it was a pretty new Taco Bell. Yeah. So, uh, how bad could it be, right? It's got to be clean. It's not, like, one that's been up for 10 years and greasy and gross. Right. And it wasn't even, like, that bad the first couple of shifts. And then... <laughs> It's funny because one dude, like, one dude was telling me he was actually a year older than me, and he was like, yeah, this job is great at first, and then it just kind of starts to suck, and then I was like, "Eh, what what happens after that? Does it get better again? He was like... (laughs) Well, I haven't gotten to that part. <laughs> <laughs> did you get did you get to that part, Nick? No, I got to the part where I hated it so much and I hated everybody that I worked with so much that I had to quit. <laughs> How did, did you didn't you like such an awful work environment? People were terrible. That's I mean, what I have to say about that place. When everybody hates it and then also like I imagine a lot of people that go to Taco Bell probably are uh, hate a are lot bad of stuff people. too so. <laughs> i would get yelled at for doing like the like nothing and i'd just get yelled like some dude would be like hey <laughs> like a customer or <laughs> yeah a customer <laughs> i remember one customer came in one time and he was like he was like some biker dude and him and his like um, girlfriend or whatever like they were like motorcycle biker or like 
fitness biker like triathlon biker oh no no motorcycle yeah. bike what kind of a question is that Josh? i was gonna say were, were these triathlon people like stopping for a quick bite to eat on their 20 mile training ride or something who's no. gonna stop at taco bell do you want to poop yourself what <laughs> 10 miles into a 20 mile ride stop for a quick like snack a terrible at idea. <laughs> anyways i can't eat taco bell like a month if I'm going to eat Taco Bell, I got to take at least a month off from fitness because nothing's safe for a while. I think that I've eaten Taco Bell less than three times in my entire life. Really? I think so. I've eaten it more than that since I worked there. Well, yeah. <laughs> but continue with your story <laughs> about the burger. This dude came in and he ordered, like, at the time, there was, like, a nacho box, I think. <laughs> oh, I don't the know nacho if it's still box. going on. And he was like, yeah, how, how big is this box? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you couldn't go look? I was like, yeah, I was like, um, I guess I can go look. But he was like, he was like, no, just like, come on, man. <laughs> he was like, what is it? Is it this big? Is it this big? And I was like, dude, <laughs> chill. <laughs> I'll, I'll go look. <laughs> I was like, he's like freaking out at me. And then I like accidentally I didn't realize that the if you ordered that it like comes with a small drink. And oh. he was like, "Yeah, can I get a small drink with that too?" So I like rung up a small drink. So I, I think I charged him two drinks, which was like an extra, I don't know, dollar or two. <laughs> And he came up afterwards to me and he was like, hey, is there a manager here? And I was like, um, I guess this guy right here. <laughs> the dude, was he a the dude that was like, I guess like the highest in charge. Like the lead over. for the he shift. Was, I mean, he was, he was pretty chill. He just came over and the dude was like, I think you're going to need to train this one in a little bit more because if you look at my receipt, he rung up this. <laughs> And I, <laughs> and then he was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. And then he left. And then, like, the dude just looked at me and he was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was not the only time, though. People I mean, that go I'm there. Sure. I had some interesting experiences at Papa Murphy's, too. <laughs> I just remember the story of somebody asking if you were high or something like yeah, that. Yeah, some dude accused, some dude asked if i was smoking dope i don't know if we have to censor that but <laughs> like, no i'm not gonna censor that <laughs> <laughs> he's just like i i really didn't do anything wrong for this i'm nothing absolutely nothing wrong he comes into the store and he had like an on like a pickup he picked he came to pick up his pizza and i was at the register and i was like okay what's your name and he started spelling his name for me, and I was like, oh, I like mispronounced it. And he, like, corrected me very, like, in a very, very, like, mean tone. And then I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll go get your pizza. So I went and got it, and I gave it to him. And he says, are you new here? And I was like, I not really. And he was like, oh. Well, it's either that or you're smoking dope back there or something, and then just left. <laughs> How long have you been and working there? I was like, there? okay. 
Uh, at the moment, I wasn't like new. Huh. I guess I was like maybe new, but I wasn't. I don't know. I was working there long enough. Hey, we all had the uh, fast food experience. I would say Nick's I was think- probably the best at Papa Murphy's, and then I would say Jacob is probably tied with Nick at the bottom with Taco Bell and Culver's because I imagine Culver's <laughs> was just greasy as heck. I think to this day, Culver's is... If I had to go back, like if there's one job, of everything I have done that I would never want to do again, I think it would be Culver's. But that's a good Either thing the, because you experienced that. Distributing. Yeah, it was Taco Bell terrible. is definitely the one for me. If Every other job that I worked, honestly, was really bad. The fact that I got paid like $7 an hour <laughs> at Culver's. Oh, 25 it would have been. It was seven twenty-five. dollars I, I got a raise though because minimum wage went up to seven fifty halfway through my career at Culver's. And I uh-huh. was like, ooh, let's go. When I was going to get my first oh raise Oh my God, Subway. I would not do that. I would not, I would not work there, I don't think, for $30 an hour. Maybe more than that. We could we could start talking when we go back. But that was not worth. <sighs> it is in high school though. What else are you gonna do? It's a great job to start with, and then you get to you know, you're working hard. You get to experience a crappy environment in most cases. My first raise that I ever got, I quit the same day. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Did, wasn't he like here? You're gonna raise, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah I'm you quit. my two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I like came in because I was like the I was like a lead and I would like I could close I could run the store by myself I could close the store down by myself like all that stuff and then I went in and I went to the back to talk to the manager and he was like hey I just wanted to let you know that I thought you've been doing a really good job and we wanted to bump bump your pay up to like 750 or whatever it was going to be after after the little bit of raise and i was like oh thank you and then i was like um i have to put my two weeks in <laughs> <laughs> what so yeah i mean he was a nice I guy never... he understood because i was driving far and i had a lot of like oh, yeah. issues with being tired driving home from closing shifts and drinking five hour energies at like 10 p.m at night so i would be able to drive home and not crash my car so you know yeah i had to leave that place i would have stayed otherwise um, what was the latest you ever worked there i think i i worked until 11 one time at taco bell yeah we had a really bad night that was until like 11 or 11 30 but that was like one time honestly the, 10, the night but... that i worked until 11 at taco bell that was like a shift that wasn't actually bad. That shift was actually pretty sick. <laughs> that was not a bad shift, but everything afterwards, it was all downhill from there. But closing shifts, oh, it felt so good to get home after a closing shift. Oh my yeah. gosh. Like when, yeah, I, when we would close at Papa Murphy's, that was pretty. Papa Murphy's was a good, that was a solid job. That wasn't bad. That one was... Because most of the time it was like, I'm sure it was probably like this at Subway too. It would be me and one other person. Yeah, usually. There'd be three people around lunchtime and then yep. there'd be two people for a couple of hours and then there'd be three people for like three hours for dinner time. 
and then after like 7 p.m the last three hours of the shift are just two people and it's mainly just cleaning and yeah you know getting stuff ready for the next day yeah the last few hours of the shift were always we would just kind of like chill in the little room in the back <laughs> just Smoke talk dope. until until we had to like <laughs> go start sweeping or something i i wanted to tell this story because it's funny i'll never forget when i quit at culver's i went in, and the thing that was kind of nice about these jobs was that you're working with people your age for the most part yeah and so i met a lot of high yeah. schoolers from buffalo and and funny enough i ran in i like you run into them again at some point. Like I remember I was walking home from like a U of M party once. And I was like, what the heck? I worked with you at Culver's just walking by this random dude yeah, on, on I the did street. that at but, the U once. Yeah. Um, I did that for someone that was on your um, cross country team, I think too, Nick actually. Anyways. Yeah. And so uh, I went in confident to put my two weeks in one day and I was like talking to one of the dudes my age and I was like, I was like, you know, feeling feeling the room up a little bit. And this dude my age goes, yeah, I actually just put my two weeks in. And I was like, wait, what? I was going to put my two weeks in today. <laughs> now I'm going to look like a schmuck if I put my two weeks in in the same day you did. And I was like, when did you do that? And he's like, oh, I was in the bathroom peeing. Came in to the urinal next to me. And I just told him right there. And I was like, wait, you just gave your two weeks while you were peeing next to the manager of, of- you should probably blank out his name, by the way. Oh, nice. I just said Why'd his, you say his, that? His name. Well, I mean, it's a pretty generic name, I guess. That is the That's... best way to put your two weeks in, except I have a very good story as well about one of well, my friends. But, well, but hold on, because then I was like, you know what? No, I'm not I'm not doing this. I'm quitting still. So I gave my manager my two weeks, and he's like, well, I'm going to need it. In, I'm going to need it in paper. And I was like, what, "That's what so mean? dumb." He's like, I'm gonna, he's like, "I'm gonna need it written down." And I was like, "Okay, do you have any paper?" And we were in a kitchen, and I'm not even kidding you—he literally ripped off just like some scratch paper, just like. And I was like, "What's the difference between me writing on a little tiny piece of scratch paper? It might have been a napkin, honestly, like something in a kitchen that was paper. I don't know all you could write on." And he's like, "Yeah, this will work." And I was like, "All right." I wrote it. We had a and calendar it, at one of the places that I worked at that you just. I like texted my manager was like, yo, my last day is going to be on this day. And then I yeah, that's what I did calendar. at Taco Bell. I texted the manager and I just said, I didn't even say two weeks. I said, I'm giving you a week. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Sad, Nick. Yeah. I once, I once texted someone to quit actually too. And I was like, yeah, I'm not coming back on Monday. Basically. What? Yeah, that's basically what I said. I had like yeah. a few extra shifts and I said, I'll do these shifts. I'm not coming back after that. <laughs> what the heck, Jacob yeah. and Nick? One of my friends. I had good reason. Yeah, no, I had good reason too. I had a very <laughs> bad shift and that was what set me. Oh no. That Is was there what a good pushed story behind it. Edge. That I was like, I honestly just might not show up to any more of my shifts after Sad. this. <laughs> you just get treated poorly? Oh, I got it was awful. It was so bad. This this shift. One customer came in and he was just Oh my god, that dude. <laughs> that dude was awful. And that was what pushed me over the edge. I was like, yeah, no, I'm quitting this for sure. Well, why was and- he awful? Will you tell us? 
He was just, oh, he was just so mean to me. He was like, he was like, I could tell you're new here. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny that Nick, like 20 minutes ago, was like, yeah, I have a job interview tomorrow. And that spiraled a 20-minute conversation <laughs> about this. <laughs> I mean, no, we've all been yelled friend, at at our jobs, right? Like, you've been yelled at at Culver's, right, Jacob? I got yelled at at a golf course job that I had, and it was like, I will picture say this. I was mowing the greens, right? And we were getting prepared <laughs> for this big tournament, and I was listening to my music and my headphones. I was in a great mood, which didn't happen very often because we, we started work at like 6 a.m. or something, which isn't actually that early now that I think about it, but... And I'm mowing the greeds bright and early. The sun's rising. I'm, birds are chirping. I'm listening to music. I'm all happy. I'm like, yeah, this is great. Today I'm in a good mood. The the big guy on, on the field, the guy that ran the golf course, drives out in his little golf cart. And he stops at the green that I'm mowing. And he gets off his golf cart. And I'm like, I'm in a good mood. I'm going to try to, you know, say something like good morning to this, to the guy that runs the course. And get on his good side, you know, and show him that I'm a good yep. worker and I'm a happy worker. So I, I, I'm mowing and I putts by him on my mower and I go, Hey, good morning. How's it going? It's a good, it's a nice morning out there. And he goes, uh, he goes, why the F are you going so slow? And I like, I like stopped the mower and I like, I like took my headphone out and I was like, what? And he's like, what the heck are you going so slow for? You should be going full speed right now. Get moving. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> Way to just completely root. Like he screamed, like red face screamed at you. Like the stereotypical like landscape boss you can think of that's just like always yep. yelling at you, you know? He like screamed at me. And so I looked at him. My mower was just sitting there and I was like, okay. And I put my headphones in and I full throttled the rest of the greens. And then I got back to the the shed and one of the assistant manager guys was like josh what the heck were you doing out there all of your lines are just like crooked and i was like hey man take it up with the boss he drove by and yelled at me that i was going to a so so i went full throttle like he asked me to and that's what happened <laughs> and i was having a good day until i yeah and he ruined and my, morning. my two weeks <laughs> jerk oh my gosh and then i had another boss at a golf course once that I offered, okay? I went out of my way. We needed a replacement lawnmower part, and there weren't any stores nearby that offered it, but our house was nearby one. So I offered to go back home, spend extra time going to this shop to get this replacement part, right? And I got this replacement part. I brought it back. I, like, saved this lawnmower. And then he asked me if I could bring a tire it was like flat or something from one of the mowers to this local shop in town that could replace it or get a new one or whatever. So I was like, yeah, sure. Definitely. You know, I'm already the dude that's doing all these little errands for you anyways. I'll just keep being on your good side. So I bring it to the shop the next morning. I drive down there to get an update on it. They give me this update or whatever. And I drive into work that morning and I'm mowing the lawn again on my little zero turn mower. Then the boss drives in in his big old pickup truck. So I was like, oh, I should go tell the boss the update about this tire, right? So he knows, like, what we're waiting on. So I, mm, I drive up to his truck and, hey, good morning, boss. 
you know, I'm I'm all happy trying to be in a good mood for this dude. And he was like, what? And I was like, uh, you know, I just went and talked to the shop and they said that the tire can be ready in the next day or two or whatever. And he goes, what the F are you talking about? And I was like, what? He's like, what the F are you talking about? Like, you're wasting my time. You know, like I'm wasting his time. And I was like, dude, the tire that you sent me out with yesterday. Like I was, I was tired of working at that place. Like I was ready to leave and just like go back to subway or something until college started. I was like, okay, listen, the tire that you sent me home with yesterday to get fixed. That's what I'm talking about. And then he was like, oh, oh, okay, good. And he just like drove off. So I've experienced the, the yelling bosses before too. Yep. And the yelling people. customers. I've been yelled at by customers at Subway, so. I got yelled at, like, surprisingly, the dude that yelled at me the most was when I was working at Coburn's. It was a customer. He came in. Why are people yelling at you at a grocery store? He must have had Oh, a, you'd be surprised. He must have <laughs> had quite the day, let me tell you, because he comes in, and he's this bald, like, short dude. And he, I was a stock boy. Like, I'm just a stock boy, man. <laughs> like, come on. I was like stocking whatever I was putting something on the shelf. And this dude comes, comes wa- walking up to me and he's like, can you come here? And I was like, oh no. Uh, sure. I was like, okay. He probably just like needs help finding something maybe or i don't know whatever it was like i was just like yeah okay yeah sure and he brought me over to the natural food section which i clearly don't work in once again i'm a stock i'm just like a a dry stock boy it's like stock and he's like chef boy rds yeah he's like he points at you know like the like the the nut dispensers yeah yep he points at one of them, and one of them, he's pointing at the this one that's empty. And he was like, this is empty. And I was like, <laughs> sure is. Yep. <laughs> and he was like, well, I came here two days ago, and they told me that this would be full two days from now, and it's empty. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm sorry about that. I... I was like, I don't, I, I was kind of like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I was like, Couldn't okay. you have like radioed your manager or something? I didn't have a walkie-talkie. Oh gosh. <laughs> but at the same yeah, that's time, right. it didn't Coburn's, you didn't, stock boys the, didn't get walkies, which was just absurd. Yeah. All we got was that knife. <laughs> yeah. That was your first <laughs> knife though. I let, I remember I got my first knife there and I was like, Okay, we roll yeah. now. And the natural the natural foods manager wasn't even there. So <laughs> he he like this is, this is he didn't yell, but he said in I I like wish I could have like have his voice on recording right now. He just said go find out, but he said it in a way <laughs> I was like scared. I thought this dude was like about to actually kill me <laughs> the way he said it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I, I walked away and I went up to the, the shift lead. There wasn't really like any 
like really high up manager there. Oh, <laughs> it was yeah. just this one dude who I really liked. And I was like, oh, you know, like this guy, he's very, I said this, I was like, he's very mad. <laughs> like, one of the not dispensers ever. <laughs> and the guy was like, he was like, oh, okay, well, I don't know. All we can really do is like get down his info, write down his information, and just tell him when it's ready. Like, uh, there's nothing else we can do about it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, and I also can't leave like the front right oh, now. Oh no! So basically, I had to go tell him that. <laughs> oh no! So I went. I went and found him, and I was like, "Yeah, so we." you know there's not much we can do about it right now like we can write down your like your phone number and we can you know we can call you when uh when it's ready and you know i'm really sorry and then he just went off on ah, me of course <laughs> poor, like the- he was yelling at me and i was just standing there like this <laughs> <laughs> Like your face was like the horse from Adventure Time, just yep. (laughs) (laughs) And then then I don't even remember what he was saying. He was like, "Well, you, well, when you find out that this, oh my god!" And then he just walked away. And then some other customer walked by, and he was like, "Did you just get your like? Did you just get your 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 a like your a word chewed out?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, oh, and that was that. <laughs> this this dude was on some power trip. You know that he just left a job that he hates, and yep. he got yelled at by his boss, and he had to find somebody to take it out on. So he took it the out on some boy. stock boy. The stock boy. <laughs> <laughs> Who was literally just doing his job, you know, stacking the Chef Boyardee cans, and then you had to take out anger on him for about something that he has no control over let alone knows anything about like nick was probably standing there like i don't even know what a macadamia nut is dude (laughs) can't you just go to the normal nut section and get some for now it was like some unsalted mixed nut very i don't even yeah i've never seen someone get so worked up about nuts (laughs) (laughs) nuts <laughs> <laughs> well on that note this is going to be termed the customer service episode yeah you should move on i i'll, I'll save my next thing. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna save mine because we have a lot of good stuff to talk about we might as well save a lot of it since we're we're getting close to yeah let's move on to accountability checks let's do it accountability checks with the jjn bros I will say I have not done my public announcement yet, and it's coming. I'm going to do it. I just haven't, like, I don't go anywhere. What? So I need to I need to make an effort to go to a public area and have oh, someone yeah. record. Oh, yeah. What the heck? That's supposed to be done. Yeah. Now you have to do it inside of a target or something. It has to be worse since you didn't do it. It's like I want to make interest. it. I want to make it good. I'm thinking when I go to Duluth next, I'm going to go to somewhere crowded in Duluth and just have Abby videotape me. Nice. 
I should I have to have say really two funny. things now. You, you should, should have say, to say the JJM I'm thing, big, and then you should. I'm a big, fat, stinking, terrible, stinking loser that stinking <laughs> lost the stinking JJN show accountability checks for week whatever, and everybody here should go listen to the JJN show podcast, and then just keep screaming that on repeat as you walk away. Go listen to the JJN show podcast. Go listen to the JJN show podcast. Or Winger. just go to some grocery store. And go grab a pineapple <laughs> and just yell, <laughs> and scream I know at the you're pineapple. in there, SpongeBob. <laughs> I know you're in there, SpongeBob. <laughs> Where did you come up with that? Did you see a video? I know you're something? in there, SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that from? <laughs> Is I that saw a vine it on a YouTube already? video. <laughs> that would be that'd be hilarious. Or I could go to like a Coburn's and yell at a stock boy for not having nuts and stuff. <laughs> that would be funny. Reenact Nick's thing. Yeah. But yeah, anyways. This is a good episode. We kind of just talked about a bunch of random junk. AKA customer service. Well, I'll go first. Change it up. My two goals were, oh wait, let's go over, let's re-go over quick what the punishment is so we're on the same page. I believe it is the loser has to eat, eat. soggy, yep. toaster, toaster strudels, strudels a whole box any... without any of the frosting, right? Naked toaster strudels. You have to throw the frosting away. But you have to thaw them overnight first in the fridge. <laughs> okay. Yuck. Okay. Oh. An entire box, so, too? Blech. That's just gross. So, and then you have to throw away the frosting afterward, too. So you yeah, don't you can't eat it ever. It's, yeah. Yeah. Chase with frosting. <laughs> or you can, Back like, when I was in college, we used to, to chase. Else. We used to chase with toaster strudel frosting. So <laughs> my two were become a NASM CP. It was seriously only two weeks ago that we had this conversation. It seems like so long ago. Become a NASM CPT, certified personal trainer through National Academy of Sports Medicine. And I'm second guessing if I got that name right, which is probably not a good thing, but I did. Uh, and then test out two personal training apps and or determine how to dumb down Airtable. I did that. I'm going with True Coach. It's my hmm. new app. I tried to dumb down Airtable. Just not gonna do it. I do like it, but not gonna use it for personal training much. All right, Nick. All right. My two goals were to set up a Zoom meeting with my advisor and then to talk steps needed to pursue a career in teaching. Research different paths I can take to become a teacher slash coach and present on podcast. Do you want me to present? Yes. I wrote down a whole list. All right. I basically wrote down my plan. Write it. Let's speak it to the tr speak the truth then. Let me grab out my. Here it is. All right. So I'm a double major now. I'm double majoring in kinesiology and public health education. Ooh. Yeah. And 
I like the sound. I I like the sound of that a lot, and I also, I don't know, it doesn't really go with it, but I'm minoring in athletic coaching and entrepreneurship as well. So I got a lot of stuff going. You have just an entrepreneurship minor. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. We had an entrepreneurship major. Did we really? Yeah. What the heck? You major in entrepreneurship. Yeah. That seems like kind of. I don't even know what I'm going to take any entrepreneurship yeah. classes, <laughs> not like for a while. Most but... entrepreneurs, like, don't do college. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's called entrepreneurial studies, I believe. But yeah, Carlson has it, has a degree in that. But since I'm most likely going to take a fifth year and I already came in with a good amount of credits, it is fairly easy and you know, works to my advantage. Just go for a double this double major. And this double major with public health education education and kinesiology, lots of the classes overlap anyways. So I'm really only taking like an extra like six classes to get the double major. And then I'll take some other stuff for entrepreneurship. But um yeah, I was looking at like the classes. I'll just have to take Stuff like intro to education, child development, um, human sexuality, families and changing society, um, a few more, but just classes like that. And then I'd most likely just go back to Minnesota to teach because uh, it's just convenient, just be the most convenient. I kind of realized that I'll probably be in Minnesota for at least, you know, five or 10 years after I graduate. How are you going to live in a van if you're teaching? I'll get to that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm like not giving up my running dreams either, but obviously you shouldn't bank on that, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And when I, when I say running dreams, I'm talking about like really being like a pro like a pro runner not like a pro ultra runner i'm talking about being like you know going running for like naz elite or something but tin man yeah or or the tin man um but obviously like i said that's not something that i should bank on <laughs> um and in in minnesota if you have a degree in kinesiology and public health education that would allow me to teach health and FIAD which I'd probably be more interested in health personally, but, you know, it's just more options. And then you take the Minnesota teaching license exam, which is 60-minute multiple choice, a 105 multiple choice, and I can't even read my own handwriting. (laughs) Something response. It's probably like short answers or something. And then, you know, stuff like motor skills or motor or movement, fitness and wellness and PE, which I'll be tested on, but, you know, that's fine. I'm taking motor skills right now, which is a pretty cool class or motor learning, I should say. Um, it's always good to have a recommendation. So I'd get a recommendation as well. Um, I'm sure I can get one from UND. My advisor seems to. My advisor is my also my prevention and care teacher right now, which is another cool class hmm. that I'm taking. Interesting. Um, 
Yeah, and then being a teacher, I would work, you know, like roughly 40 hours a week. Um, but then I still want to be an ultra runner. So I'm thinking, obviously, like I really want to coach as well, but I'm not exactly sure yet because I think what I would rather prioritize is obviously working as a teacher and then focusing on my ultra running you know courtney dewalter was a teacher yeah i did know that i think last year was her first year full-time running yeah or two years ago maybe i don't know so it's doable i mean there's a lot like um um what's his name uh not scott fobble the other guy Jer- uh, jared ward he's a teacher he's a science yeah. teacher i believe exactly and he's a he's good he's i just don't know like marathoners I don't know if I would want to, yeah, like I said, I don't know if I'd want to coach because I'd, I feel like I would want to, you know, do my stuff, my running, my training. Maybe you could be an assistant then. Yeah, I can maybe be an assistant, just not the head. Um, and then I still plan on doing van life. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do it during the summers though. You can't just live in the I, parking lot of the high school or something? I could do that. Just go live on like a campground nearby in my van. <laughs> yeah. I could. Or I would just get like a really small apartment. Yeah. I'm completely fine with having in like a one room, you know, crappy little, not crappy, but like a studio. cheap apartment. Very small. Basically, I want to do something similar to like what Jacob's doing right now, where he's working and also working on his own business. Because then I would work on my own my own business as well. Because that's the dream. But I just felt like getting a job as a teacher would be a good, just a good way for me to con- you know to to work doing something I'd probably like because. Even though I don't really like school, and I never really—I don't know—I was never really a fan of school. I think it's because I don't like people telling me what to do. <laughs> I like to like be in charge. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's funny that I want to be a teacher, even though I never—I never liked school. But I think it's kind of different. Obviously, it's not like I'm doing the the learning i suppose but yeah nice so you guys hit both your goals yep uh, yeah and yeah. then write out daily plan for the next day oh no. uh, every night which i did so my two goals were to plan out my joshua michael films 2021 goals and have those ready to present for this podcast and i did that and I can present that after. And then my second goal was to get up at 5.30 a.m. every weekday, but at 5.30, one alarm, no snoozing, no 5.31 getting up, getting up at 5.30. And I did it. I'm pretty impressed. <laughs> So I, I had, had a feeling I no both one of my was going to fail. <laughs> <laughs> well, I no, my next I, goals I would be a like, little bit tougher, so 
we'll see. I'm going to slowly increase them to be, you know, pushing me. But anyways, let me present to you my goals so we can not stretch this podcast out for two hours. So my 2021 goals for my business are, I think I currently have four weddings booked for 2021, and I would like to book 10 total weddings. And how I'm going to do that is, first of all, I'm going to update my website. And I need to figure out exactly what I want to do, but I'm thinking for my website, the public pages that are viewable are going to be weddings and documentaries only because that's what I would really like to focus my work on is weddings and documentaries. And then I'll probably have some private pages with commercial work that I can share with people just with like a private link if they want to see that type of stuff. But it's not like I'm advertising that I do that. So that's what I'm going to do with my website. I'm going to think about, depending on how much commercial work I do, this is kind of a separate part, but I might just create another entity that is specifically for commercial work that doesn't involve my name, you know, like like uh, Crazy House Productions or something like that, uh, you know, something like that. So I'd really like to improve my homepage on my website so people are more drawn to it, if that makes sense. I'm not sure how exactly I'm going to do that yet. But one of the things I'm going to do is update the video that's on there and just make my website more clean, spick and span, and really professional looking, just constantly updating that. So the other way that I want to be able to book more weddings is to have a better social media presence. And I'm like running out of stuff to post because I just want to post weddings and I've been posting like a lot of the similar stuff. So I think I'm going to go back into the weddings that I've done and completely edit new things to post from them. So like a highlight type of video or like a reel that shows like all of these different weddings together in one video, you know, that sort of a thing that I can post. I'm going to do, I'm thinking about doing more promotional video posts, but I don't really know how much that has helped me or will help me. So that's something I need to think about is like paying to have like, you know, paid advertising. I've done it a few times. It hasn't really done anything for me, but it's gotten me more views. How much that's helped, I don't know. I'm going to try engaging with other content more. So getting to know, you know, like networking, like other vendors and stuff in the area that I can be friends with and, you know, get referrals and that sort of a thing from. Uh, I'm probably going to go through all the old posts that I have on Instagram and just remove like everything that isn't what is up to par with what I want people to see. And then I'm going to completely clean up my Facebook business page because I haven't done that and there's a lot of messy stuff on that page. And a lot of my inquiries come from Facebook referrals. So that's the first point of contact for a lot of people. And if that's not good, then you know how many inquiries am I losing from that? So that's everything that goes into booking 10 weddings. I would like to book a wedding package that is over $2,000 for this next, uh, for this year, for 2021. So the highest wedding package that I have booked so far is just under that. I don't remember the exact amount, but it's like 1800 or something like that. So I'd like to book one that's over 2000 And how I'm going to do that is following up with clients and just making sure that, you know, they don't maybe they want to upgrade something a few months before the wedding once they have more finances figured out um, and just being more uh, 
serving the client better is what a lot of people that I follow say is to serve your client and, you know, give them this experience and that's what they're paying for. So that's what's going into that one. I'd like to book three plus non-wedding clients. And this kind of goes against the website thing that I was talking about, but I'd like to get back into reaching out to local businesses like I was doing and I was getting some inquiries and some people were um, getting back to me and saying like, yeah, let's let's connect in a couple of months and do this. Then COVID happened, everything that fell through. So I'm going to get back into doing that. Some spec shooting. So it's just like renting equipment and shooting stuff for free for myself as like practice that I can then show people and say, hey, look what I can do for you. Um, I'd like to consume more educational content. So I am watching this online course and I'm about 25% completed with it. I'd like to get up to 50% or more completed with it. Um, just this year, more would be better, obviously, but 50% minimum would be good. And then make more connections in the community um, just through the current connections that I have. I'd like to get paid for a documentary. This one's going to be kind of hard, but... I'm planning on doing a lot of promoting of Breaking 16, lots of social posts, um, you know, like maybe some behind the scenes videos on YouTube, things like that. <laughs> Sending it to local running type companies saying like, yo, like we could do something with this. Um, I'm going to enter it in some festivals, I think. Hopefully get that reach out there. Uh, I'm going to make more personal documentary content so I can show people the type of work that I can do. I'm going to reach out and connect and network with other local documentary filmmakers or communities in the metro. I'd like to read at least two books about documentary filmmaking this year. Um, I'd like to watch at least 10 documentaries this year. And I want some of those to be like classic documentaries that people say are like, you know, the best documentaries of all time. And then uh, I'm going to try to hit up Billy Yang again and see if I can get him on the podcast for an interview because... I had a couple of messages back and forth with him and I haven't heard. So I'm going to follow up with him again. And he would be ideal to discuss this with because like he does a lot of this and he's really good at it. So that's for the documentary goal. And then the final one is just to clean out and update all of my equipment. I'm thinking about buying a new camera. Which one that's going to be? Not sure. Need to decide. There's a few different options that I'm looking into. I want to sell and unclutter all of my old equipment that I'm not working that's in my office um, and that includes like the shelves and desks and things that I'm not using I would like to buy a new monopod that kind of just goes into updating some equipment I'd like to paint the office like a cool green color is what I'm thinking so I'd like to do that I have shelves that I want to hang and I have these old like cameras from like the 40s 50s 60s that I want to hang put on the shelves as decoration, more storage, like SSD storage, backup storage, that sort of thing. I'm thinking about selling the laptop and buying like an iMac or a Mac mini. So I have a, a desktop type computer that lives here that is always hooked up to the backup and I don't have to do all this manual backups. And then I want to upgrade my carrying cases to Pelican cases because they're currently just like soft carrying cases. So that was a ton of junk that I just went through for presenting that. So the two goals that I'm doing now for the next episode are going back to fitness-based because I feel like I haven't done a fitness-based goals in a long time. The first one, and Jacob may not argue this now since we are quite a bit over an hour, but the first one is 
I'm going to strengthen up my diet plan. And maybe that sounds more negative than it actually means, but it's kind of just going back to like not eating like trash a bunch. I'm going to allow myself one cheat day because I think that's totally fine to do. I'm going to go back to not eating meat. Not that I've been eating meat a lot, but completely strict, no meat. Um, mainly, I would really like to just get back into the meals that I was doing where I ate a lot of quinoa, rice, veggies, that sort of a thing for my diet, and then a lot of smoothies because I pretty much drink smoothies every morning for breakfast. So, And then I bought a bunch of trail mix stuff to make some homemade trail mix, and that's what I'm going to snack on. And then I'm going to do a strict fitness plan, and I'm just going to tell you exactly what it is because this is what I plan on following. Monday, four to six mile run. And these paces are all just like slow and easy because it's winter time. So Monday, four to six mile run. Tuesday and Wednesday, active recovery. Most likely we will just be like sitting on the stationary bike for 30 to 60 minutes watching an online class at like a very easy little resistance type of pace. Uh, Thursday, two to three mile easy run. That is even slower than my slow easy runs that I'm doing for all the other ones. Like 1130 pace is probably how slow it's going to be. And then... Lifting in quotations, which means I have like five pound dumbbells that I do little weights with and lots of body weight stuff and pull-ups and that sort of thing. Friday is just a four to six mile run. Saturday is a six to eight mile run. And Sunday is a two to three mile easy run again. So those are my two goals. Next. Good stuff. My two goals are to, I want to create a skeleton website so it doesn't have to be done, but it has like a nice outline basically and then i'll you know enter like content and images and things like that of my oak wellness website and then i want to become a nasm cnc and basically i was also doing a certified nutrition coaching certificate class while i was taking my personal training one alongside of it uh but then like in december I pretty much just stopped doing the nutrition one to focus on personal training. So I'm like a month behind on it. So that's why I've been doing that now. So I want to finish that up and take the test for that as well. That's what I got. Nice. All right. My two goals are to not go on, I guess just electronics in general. 60 minutes before bedtime and then log a total of 30 hours of school work. Sick. I think we're going to have to talk about this. I have one question about this 60 minutes before bedtime thing. Do you go to bed the exact same time every night? Because what about like on weekends? If you're like watching anime or something until midnight, what does that mean? Then you're going to have to... I'm never... I'm never up until midnight. Okay. <laughs> well, just think about that because if it's like a Friday night and you're just chilling and then you're watching anime and it's like 10 o'clock and it's like, okay, yeah, I'm tired, I'm going to go to bed. What I, does that mean? I'm traveling these next two. I got, I got, well, not, I have a meet on Saturday this weekend and the next weekend. Okay. Well, just think about that is what I'm saying. So. If you like stay up and then you're deciding you're going to go to bed, does that mean now you have to wait another hour before you can actually go to bed? Just think about it. We don't have to discuss it, but yeah. All right. I'm tired, so I'm going to go relax a little bit and go to bed.
I'm with that. Thanks for sticking it out. If you listened this far, I hope you provided some value in your life. Deuces. Peace. Bye.